Welcome back to 15 Minute Experts, the podcast where my husband and I challenge each other to debate lighthearted topics with minimal research. Well, hello, Becky. Nice to be back in the chair here. We missed a couple episodes. Yeah, we did. The benefit of having a family podcast is that we get to record whenever we have time. The disadvantage is when we have family events going on, we don't always have time. But we're back tonight. It's a Wednesday, so Becky is in charge of the topic. And what we've done a little different today is we're recording our intro after the research period. We're trying something new here. So tonight's topic was something I have not considered, which was, are, should stores be open on Sundays and on the holidays? Is that a positive for the employees in the store, or is it a negative for them? Yeah, it's weird, because when I was thinking about the topic, uh, you know, because it was my turn to pick, uh, I was taken back to a time when, and I hope this isn't too embarrassing, John, you can tell me if we should edit this out later, but I was thinking of a time when we were headed down to my parents, who live about an hour away from us, and it was, I believe, Christmas Eve, and we were in the middle of potty training, and she said she had to use the bathroom, and it was late enough in the evening or whatever when we were traveling that nobody was open. Like, we had a real hard time finding a place that we could pull in to, to to actually allow her to use the restroom. And I was really hoping at the time that somebody would be open. Why is nobody open? As irony would have it, I ended up arguing in this case that stores should be closed on the holidays and on Sundays. That actually aligns with what I believe. I think they should be closed, so. There you go. Just another advantage to being a male is we're a little less worried about bathrooms being open, but outstanding. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a break and come back and let you know what we found in our research. I always look forward to these Wednesday topics, Becky, because you just have a way to make me think about things that I typically really don't think about very often. So I'm uh, I'm glad we're doing this one. Why don't you re-familiarize everybody with the topic that we looked at today? Okay, so you were charged with having to defend why stores should remain open on holidays and Sundays, where I was taking the position that they should be closed. And I got to say, I'm doubting that you found a whole lot. Well, I didn't find a whole lot, but what I did come up with, I think, is a pretty good argument. All right, well, I'd like to hear it. All right. So. I see you're getting comfortable. I absolutely am. In today's world, and we start out a lot with in today's world, but Stores being open on Sunday, even, is a fairly new thing. It was actually the first major store to be open on Sunday was a Sears store in California that kind of ruined it for all the other stores. But now that some stores are open on Sunday, that puts a lot of extra pressure on other stores to be open on Sunday as well. Basically, it's the fear of losing customers. When you lose customer base, 
on a day that you're closed and another store is open, it's very hard to get that customer base to come back to you. Stores today are currently losing a dramatic amount of customer base to online stores such as Amazon. And it's very hard for them to willingly allow paying customers to go to other options. When people want to come into a store, they feel the need to be open and really take care of their customers and not lose them. I'd say that if they're going to compete with Amazon, if that's their major competitor, then they're going to need to be open 24-7, 365, because that's what Amazon is, if they are trying to fit that model. I will say that there are companies out there, and I have three of them here that I'll go into, that have chosen to remain closed on Sundays and are still very profitable. You have Hobby Lobby whose CEO ranks 81st out of 400 in net worth. So he is doing just fine, even though Hobby Lobby is closed every Sunday. The Chick-fil-A's restaurants, on average, earn $3.1 million in revenue. This was out of 2015, and that beat every McDonald's in terms of their individual revenues. And then we have R.C. Wiley, which is a home furnishing company who was sold in 1995 or bought, I guess, whichever way you want to think of it, um, for $200 million. And then when they sold, they sold under the condition that whoever bought the company would keep the policy of still remaining closed on Sunday. And they honored that. The people who bought it honored that. And now the company is worth $1 billion. So I would say that it can be done. You can be closed on Sunday and still turn a profit. I think what it comes down to is not so much your hours, but it comes down to your customer service. I mean, if you think of Chick-fil-A, you're like, man, it's closed on Sunday. That's one thing you know about it. But you also know that it has impeccable customer service. And I think that if people are truly trying to compete with Amazon, they shouldn't be worrying about the hours that Amazon is open. They should be focusing on customer service because that's where they can beat them. The face-to-face -face interactions with the clients. And if you are really wanting to focus on customer service, then you really have to take care of your employees so they can provide that customer service. Having your employees have a dedicated day off to do that relaxation and rechargeation that's not a word but i'm going to use it to be able to relax and recharge and even yourself as the owner and operator or maybe manager of that store is always good for morale and is always good for just being your better self i understand that we do have a lot of examples of successful businesses that are closed on sundays however not every business has that option and a lot of employees don't mind working on the Sundays, don't mind working on the holidays. I am, agree with you completely that part of being a good customer service is having happy employees. But I believe most businesses who have a decent employee base will have employees who are happy to work on Sundays, will have employees who may not be delighted about it, but will come in on holidays if they don't have anything else going. I don't agree with forcing employees to come in on holidays. Well, that's just it though. If they don't have enough help, that's what they're gonna end up doing is forcing these people to come in and make sure that the shifts are covered. Well, I agree 100% that you shouldn't force employees to work. You can incentivize them. 
you can pay overtime, you can pay bonuses to entice people to come in. That's very effective, especially with a younger workforce where people who don't necessarily have children at home can come in on a Sunday, come in on a Christmas Eve or a Christmas afternoon and open the store and operate the store and still take care of that customer base who either doesn't celebrate that particular holiday or in the case of Christmas, a lot of people just received a bunch of money and want to go out and purchase that object that they were hoping to get for Christmas. Oftentimes the parents will say, well, I didn't know which phone you wanted or which video game you wanted, so here's the money for it. Let's go get it. And that's a huge chunk of income for a store that if they're not open, the customer can simply get it off Amazon or an online source and oftentimes would have it the next day. So there's no advantage to them to wait the next day to go to the store and purchase it when they can have it shipped directly to their house for potentially less money because the online store has less overhead. So if they really want to compete, keep in mind, most stores make over a third of their annual income in the pre-Christmas season. Most stores pay a lot of bills and make up a lot of their annual money is made in the Christmas season, especially toy stores, video games, cell phone stores, potentially up to half of their income in the Christmas season. And to be closed a day when people have cash and want to come in and purchase things is very difficult for the store owner. I think what you're saying as far as allowing people to choose whether they want to work or some people like to work on certain days. Number one, we're limiting our target audience to, like you said, younger people. If you're looking at your retail employees of people who have children of their own, I think they prefer to probably be at home. And a lot of these places where we have the big issues is, is the big box stores, like your Walmarts, like here in Michigan, we have our Myers. That takes a lot of employees they'd have to get to run that store adequately to provide the customer service that their loyal employees have come to expect. And so trying to get enough volunteers or enough young staff, like you're saying, to fill those things, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Well, you have young staff, you have older staff, you have people who don't celebrate the holidays, and not every store can do it. However, it is an option for some stores. I'm not saying the local drugstore, which has five employees, is going to have enough people to be open on Christmas. However, the Walmart up the road has a hundred or so employees. They can find enough who were except double pay for the day, time and a half potentially, to come in, raise extra money for the day, and the store would still be able to operate and be profitable for that day. But at what cost? Yeah, here we're paying these people the money, but what, what we're really losing here, the really price that we're paying here, is that quality family time that these people are losing out on to chase the dollar. You know, and yes, it is their choice and whether or not they want to make that. But again, I don't feel like everybody truly has a choice. I feel like when you're talking about those stores, 
it isn't like, oh, if you don't want to work, you don't have to. They probably say, and we're seeing this with our children now entering the workforce, that here, you know, I need everybody to sign up if you want to work for Thanksgiving first. But then if no one signs up, someone's going to get forced to. And those people, they are losing out on the time they would like to spend with their families on the holidays. We know that time spent with family strengthens the family. And with strong families come strong communities. Forcing some people to work the holiday is to the detriment. That's true, but take out the large box stores and let's look at potentially some smaller stores, such as where our daughter works, where they're asking for volunteers to work on Thanksgiving coming up, saying they may potentially have to force some of the staff to come in and work. These people, our daughter included, make decent money. Oftentimes, as somebody who runs a business, the employees are making more money than the owners. We always assume in our mind that there's a lot of money out there, that the owner is being greedy and keeping a store open, or being greedy and doing this. Oftentimes, they don't have a choice. Oftentimes, they need this revenue in order to employ all of these employees without having to reduce employees. Thank you for bringing up one of my points. It's a great segue into one of it, which says, you know, if you're looking at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A has a 60% turnover for hourly employees, which sounds absolutely ridiculous that 60% of their employees will actually quit. But the industry average is 107%. 107%. So if you give your employees those like designated time off, don't work them on the holidays. You're treating them better and you're making them want to stay. And then you're reducing your training costs. And if you're closed on Sundays, you're closed on Thanksgiving, your business can save having to pay those employees those days. Are you really making twice the profit that you can afford to pay twice the payroll for that day? I doubt it. You may not be making twice the profit, but you may be making a good amount of profit still. A lot of issues. Let's look at the Chick-fil-A being able to retain employees. Several things. At least in the area that we're at, most Chick-fil-A's are fairly recent. It's a newer operational chain. They have newer operational techniques that are designed more to hold employees. And I applaud them for that. However, the fact that the fast food industry has a high churn rate isn't necessarily due to their hours. They're not jobs which are designed for long term. They're not jobs which were designed to be careers. McDonald's, for instance, has always had a very strong worker base of young people. They themselves have often advertised themselves as the great starter job where you can go to learn how to work. They also have a huge base of retired people who are working there. So these workforce bases are not designed to retain people. Now, granted, there are managers, there are people who work there for a long time, but that is not the majority of the workforce. The majority of the workforce at fast food has always been designed to be temporary workforce. They're always hiring and they're always training because they're designed to be places to work, not careers. You can make it a career, but that's not how 
their system has always been designed. So when you say Chick-fil-A has better retention, that's very true, but their workforce is designed differently. So yes, it's great that they give you that designated day off, but most employees have a day off. Being forced to have Sunday closed forces that employee now that that's their designated day off instead of, you know, some people would rather have Monday off. Some people would rather take a Saturday off. Well, I don't know where you get that Chick-fil-A is structured differently than, let's say, the job at McDonald's, but... Oh, I just All completely right. made it up because they're a newer company and they have a newer workforce. So I, I pretty well just made that up, but I'm assuming it's the case because they've had the opportunity to look at the established stores and they've built their system from the ground up with this knowledge. McDonald's, Burger King, they were the groundbreakers. They've been adjusting to everything as they go. Whereas Chick-fil-A had the advantage of being able to sit back and learn from other people's mistakes, which is a great thing. But I'm just saying there's a lot of other factors involved. Okay, I'll give you that, but I will say the most obvious one on paper, looking at it, is the fact that they are closed on Sunday. Okay. You know, I am thankful that there was a time, I think it was in the early 2010s here, that Black Friday started moving up. It was usually, it was literally started at midnight on Friday night. So, and we've been out in our lines <laughs> waiting for the stores to open really we, early on Friday morning. We did that one year. Yeah, one year, never again. You know, through the years it got, okay, now we're going to be opening at 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving. And then now it's it was just a free-for-all where they were basically open all Thanksgiving Day too. But thankfully, and let's see, I have it here, if I can read my own handwriting here. In uh, 2021, um, a record 5% of the retail force quit in December of 2021, which kind of sent the message to employees that they don't want to work on the holidays. So that kind of shifted things to start being closed on Thanksgiving again. And also, I forget what the official title of this guy was, but he was analyzing data that was gathered from sales. And he noticed that with the invention of online shopping, the impact of Black Friday has significantly lessened. So this idea of going out and having to line up outside these stores to get the good deal is not what it once was. So the need to be open on Thanksgiving shouldn't be what it once was either. And I'm very thankful that that shift is happening. And I think that people who work retail should stick together <laughs> and say, you know, no, we don't want to work on Thanksgiving well, and we don't want to work on Christmas. Well, that's a great thing for stores who have that online base. That's a great thing to help feed your Amazon help feed your Walmart, but for smaller stores who are really dependent on every single moment they can be open in the Christmas season, they don't always have that online option. They don't always have the ability to just say, well, we're going to close and we have the funds and we have the liquidity to support being closed. It's very important for some places that if they want to remain open for the year, they have to be open when they can. And I'm going to reiterate, I don't think that 
they should force anybody to work those holidays. However, I do believe that people can be incentivized. Most businesses have a tipping point, and if it's not worth the incentives for them to stay open, then they can close. They should close. However, a lot of stores are relying on these shopping days to keep their families supported. A lot of people work at these stores who support their families from these stores. And the owners have a responsibility to their employees to remain open so that the families can support their families. So the working man, the working woman can have that income to support themselves, especially through the holiday seasons. And if they just say, well, we're going to close and we're going to concede this 33% of our yearly income to Amazon, to walmart.com, that's a huge blow and they may not be able to employ as many employees come January and February. Okay, I think saying 33% of their income for being closed, what I'm asking them to be closed, two days. The argument has shifted from just Sundays to focusing on holidays right now. I think that's a big leap to say that those two days that I'm asking them to be closed is going to lose 33% of their revenue. I think the big box stores should be closed on those days because they hire the most people. They would require the most number of people to work. And I feel like filling that number would be difficult. But I think your small mom and pops places, your small businesses, as long as the owner takes the first shift, say, okay, we need to be open on Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm going to be working on Thanksgiving. Then that's one thing. But don't expect from others what you're not willing yourself to do, I guess is what I'm saying. And if they feel their business needs to be open to be successful, then their butts better be working on Thanksgiving. Well, there's a lot of owners that are out working, and they're well, then, the first ones there. They're the last ones to leave. Yes, but I just don't think, well, I guess the big box stores can't do that. The owner is just leaving it to all the little people to, uh, to, to make their money. A lot of these big stores, they do have local ownership, and the, that local ownership is not the one selling billions of hamburgers per minute like McDonald's does. That's corporate making the huge money. And the local owner is working to make money for his family and to be able to support his employees. Again, I would like those owners to take a shift that day. Maybe. Take it take it in the meantime. Christmas, take it in the morning. Thanksgiving, take it in the early evening. Many of them you know? do. All right, well, all right. But if you're going to do it, I think don't make others do something that you yourself are not willing to do. Well, we're not saying to make that. The whole point is give people the option. Allow yeah. people to come in and incentivize them. That way, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. I still vote polling for Sundays. Everybody should close Sundays. I don't care. If you think Sunday's a religious thing and you don't want to do it Sunday, pick another day. Because your problem with you saying, maybe they don't want Sundays off, they want another day. Well, they need to be guaranteed one day that they won't work. If I remember back in the day working retail, if it worked out that way, you'd, you know, maybe you'd have this day off this week and then next week you'd have a different day off. Your schedule would change from week to week. And I think having a designated day that you can count on and everybody can count on, like your family, you all be off at the same time. That would be the benefit, I guess. If all businesses were closed on Sunday, then everybody would be off the same day. Absolutely, but that would now create a yes, huge void said. 
where everybody's off this day and looking to go do the shopping that they've not had time to do. So that one store that would be open now would have a huge advantage. Somebody would open because everybody else is off that day. And if you're working all week and you don't have time to go out and purchase eggs and you need to go out on your one day off and buy eggs or buy laundry detergent, the only place you have now is the only store that's open. I'm saying all stores should be closed. So then the poor man can't have eggs all week? He has to be a better planner. He works when the egg store is open. He can go in the evening. No, because they're closed (laughs) in the evening. Oh, we just made our own little fictional world here. Absolutely. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that was a fun one. I like it when Becky gets worked up like that. I was just sitting back and grinning and watching her go. Let us know what you think. 15minuteexperts at gmail.com. Which side of this debate are you on? Uh, I'm eager to hear from you guys and what your opinions are. I have a feeling it's going to be... Pretty well, anybody who's ever worked retail will take Becky's side, and people who have not will probably be leaning towards my side, hopefully. We're at 15 Minute Experts on both Facebook and X or Twitter. We say goodbye until Friday.